0: The Hold Fast Social Club presents So You're Kind of a Big Deal with your hosts, Sean Headley and Dave a- Welcome to So You're Kind of a Big Deal, a weekly podcast deep diving into the lives of emerging and established tattoo artists. Listen in as we dig into origin stories, industry hot topics, and what it takes to survive in the world of tattooing. This is Tattoo Shop Talk. It's funny, it's crass, inspiring, and sometimes we get it right. Join your host Sean Headley and Dave Allen every week as we host a new guest. I'm Dave Allen. I brought you a Hold Fast, Stay Gold docu-series, and I've got a new service. It's called the Hold Fast Social Club, and it's basically a matchmaking service for tattoo studios and tattoo artists. As an artist, we used to have these tight little networks we could rely on to find new places to work, guest spot as the industry's exploded, all these networks have been fractured. There's people in your own town you don't even know, there's shop owners you've never met before. Wouldn't it be nice if there was some kind of service that would vet the shops, that would take your needs seriously and match them against the tattoo studio's needs as well, so that you're gonna have the highest rate of success with these matches. You can meet and work in studios as guests, or as a full-time gig with people you never would have had access to before. That's what the Hold Fast Social Club aims to do. And we're live. Look at this. Let's see if I can get this podcast intro to go. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> the Hold Fast Social Club.
1: Oh, you can
0: actually so you're kind of a big deal with your host, Sean Headley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so
2: funny! It's so glitchy on our headphones. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I hear it downloads ah. just fine. <laughs>
2: So you're kind of a big deal, Luna. Who are you?
1: I'm Luna. Uh, I'm from Vancouver Island. I've been tattooing for five years, and God damn, it. met Sean by the chance at <laughs> the Deadly Convention, and actually, I think the first time I ever met you, there you were doing jujitsu in the bar.
2: <laughs> yes, Choking people yes. out. I was, I yeah, I was smothering King Len. Yeah. Teaching him who was the real king. Yeah, that was a really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. So that was that
1: was my first convention ever, actually. So. Really. I was pretty fucking nervous about that because obviously there's a lot of crazy good tattooers there.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I was even nervous doing that one. I was just like, I don't know if I (laughs) want to do this convention. (laughs) It's such a
0: chaotic environment, too. For your first for your first convention, it's uh it's nerve-wracking like what did you think of that kind of to tattoo in that environment Uh,
1: honestly it was a lot like slower than I thought it was gonna be which was like kind of great because it wasn't I thought it was gonna be like a little bit like busier than that yeah yeah like Sean was super nice I met some really really awesome tattooers that I've been looking up to for so long so yeah it was fucking rad
2: yeah, I like, that convention was fun. It reminded me of uh, early Regina, early Saskatoon shows. They were just a lot more small, kind of intimate, you know, like more tattooers and clients and mm-hmm. uh, did some fun tattooing and then just really just hung out a lot and had a great time, you know, so. Oh,
0: no, was, that's the first convention I think I had FOMO. I had no intention of going even as a guest. No. And uh, <laughs> the whole weekend when the convention was on i kept seeing posts and i was like oh god damn it <laughs>
2: yeah i uh, yeah why you didn't come out for that i don't i don't know so oh, so god. luna where did you get your start
1: i started actually i did a couple of partnerships so my very first one was actually in barcelona because i lived there for a while and uh, oh,
2: way. okay well before you move on we yeah, gotta let's get talk about that,
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so because
2: you're a young woman how old were you when you in barcelona
1: god i think i moved to europe when i was like Nineteen?
2: Oh shit. On your own or was it with yeah, family?
1: Um oh. well actually with a the, the boyfriend of mine at the time. Um oh, okay. But uh it was one of those things where we just kind of like fucking sold all our shit and moved there without really like looking into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. we had been together for like four years and um we decided to do that together, but then of course I have a English passport and he doesn't. So it ended up you know, being you together could... and then after a few months he had to go back. So I was there on my own after that. Um, but yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, so see ya.
1: Yeah, was, it, was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was hard, but like, you know, you gotta, you gotta live your life. Right. And that was.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So were you collecting tattoos at that point? Yeah. Were you interested in tattooing?
1: Yeah. Um, heavily. Uh, I started getting tattooed when I was 16 on the island. Um and the boyfriend at the time, he was uh, a little bit older than me. He was uh, getting tattooed, you know, at Government Street. He actually is tattooing now as well. Um but he was doing like the guest or no, sorry, not the guest desk, you know, taking care of the desk stuff there.
3: Okay. Counter bitch. Yeah, so counter
1: bitch. Um so we hung out there a lot and I, you know, was hanging out with those guys a bunch. Um, and then, when we moved away uh the first thing we did when we got there was like look for tattoo shops to go and check out right um, so we started out in Switzerland, and there was a really scarce amount of cool tattoo shops there, I have to say Switzerland. Oh.
3: yeah, really and like
1: obviously like Philip Lou is in Switzerland, but
3: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but like in Zurich itself huh. it was. It was a little weird, um, but I did meet my my long term friend um, Matt Powers. He's been tattooing since like the eighties. He's fucking cool. Um, so I hung out with him a bunch, and he was one of the people that kind of put it into my head to to give it a try.
3: Which was yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So how do you? Go so from- you were doing a lot. Sorry, Dave. You were doing a lot of art then too, right? Yeah. Is that like were you? Painting a lot when you were over there and stuff? Yeah, so
1: that was my full-time job um, from, like, the time that I was a teenager. I dropped out of school and just started painting, doing commission work and stuff like that. Um, it like, you know, it paid the bills, but not not super sick. Yeah, paid, st- right? I
2: mean, starving artist. Super yeah.
1: starving artist. Um, that was, like, my... You know, when you're a kid, and you're like, I want to be an astronaut or whatever. I, I just want to be a painter, so... I made that happen, but, um, painting is really lonely. It's like, it's very isolating, right? Like that's the thing I love about yeah. tattooing is that I come into the shop and, you know, I got people I'm working with that, you know, are my friends and my clients and I get to socialize at least some of the time. Right. Yeah. Out of,
0: cur- out of curiosity, how much of your painting style is reflected in your tattoo style? Did that influence it a lot or like in the Absolutely. beginning was that a, a direct influence?
1: Not really, funny enough. Like, the funny thing is that I think I was more attracted to traditional tattoos, like, on me. So, like, most of my tattoos are traditional. And then as an artist, I wanted to do more, like, classical realism. So, you know, I kind of figured something in between, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's cool.
1: I really like tattoos that look like tattoos. And...
2: Yeah. So when I first saw your tattoos after I met you in Calgary, uh, the two people that came to mind immediately was one of my favorite tattooers, Mina Aoki. Oh, I love her. Um, Right. And then um, that it's, it's not the same, but Jamie Mahood from Austin. Oh, totally. I just kind of thought like seeing your style, I saw like those two artists and I was just like, that is like the coolest combination. Like, Mm -hmm this really cool like kind of like toughness of the 80s the stipple work and the heavy lines that come that's coming back but then also that real softness too that you managed to get yeah. very cool like very cool Aww. stuff I, I love your stuff a lot actually. thank you
1: that means a lot coming from you yeah <laughs> yeah i think uh, well, i was g- like heavily kind of trying to go into that like chicano style for a while yeah um but honestly like I just found that like my shit was looking so much better coming back with like boulder lines. Yeah. So I think kind of having that nice contrast in line weight is really where I want to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've, de- you know, in five years, you've definitely, you know, solidified your work in 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 longevity in the way it's going to definitely, you know, hold up over the years and stuff. It's, it's nice to be able to find that stuff so early on, I think. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. I, i looking at your work. I was really struck by just how strong the imagery was. Like it's, you can make out what it is pretty easily. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tattooing today where you can't, uh, if people don't execute well, it's hard to tell what the imagery is. Yeah. And I think you've got a, that classical style. Maybe you were trying for when your painting comes through in your tattooing because it's definitely classical proportions. and It looks great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I
1: just, I love doing <laughs> portraits. Um, but also it's like really important to me, that like when, you know, when your client steps back away from you, like across the room, you can still like see what it is.
3: Yeah. So
1: yeah. I'm trying to, cool. you know, put more black in my tattoos and like make them a little bolder, simplify them a lot too. Like I feel like every year I'm trying to like cut a little bit more shit out of my tattoos. Oh,
2: that's well that's cool. It's working. So keep um. it up. <laughs> So okay, I'll okay, let's get to, back to the yeah, apprentice.
0: Barcelona. I, I really want to hear about this yeah, apprenticeship so, in Barcelona how do you even go about that? Uh, it's such an interesting city to uh, explore for tattoos. Where did
1: I leave off on? Okay, so we were in Switzerland, lived there for a year, did the painting thing. Uh I was honestly kind of miserable there. Um made some tattoo friends though. Um and then I went to Barcelona on holiday and I totally fell in love with it. Have you guys been there?
0: i have not no i've been to spain but never made it to barcelona oh my god
1: barcelona is just like one of the most beautiful places i've ever been and the people there they're just like so alive and so warm so friendly and the tattoo scene there is like crazy. incredible i mean you guys probably yeah. know right
3: but... yeah
1: so yeah um i went there and you know i met some some crazy tattooers like i met Victor Chill. Um, hung out with, like, some some cool people, um, made some connections there, and then it was just, like, instantly I was like, I need to fucking move there, right? Yeah. So I just up and left everything again and uh, moved into a very shitty apartment in the ghetto of Barcelona by myself, nice. you know, a little 20-year-old girl. Um, and I, uh, I actually met a guy that lived in the same building as me, and at that time, that was, like, my main focus was, like, okay, I want to find somewhere to to apprentice, right? In this city where there's, like, a tattoo. There's, like, three tattoo shops on every fucking street corner. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, one of the guys in my apartment building just happened to be a tattooer. And, uh, you know, we got talking, and he was, like, oh, shit, like, you should come by my shop and, like, talk to my boss. So I went like, you know, the next day and brought my little portfolio and, um, he hired me. So that was, that was like my first, um, I had worked in a shop before, like in Victoria doing desk stuff when I was 18, but that was like my first time working, like doing the apprentice thing. Um,
0: And what did that look like over there in apprenticeship? What were your responsibilities and expectations?
1: It was a lot different than it was here. It was kind of like show up when you want to, but um, it wasn't like like I felt like I wanted somebody to kind of like give me a little bit more like like be a little harder on me almost. It was kind of like you know come if you want, like answer the emails, like talk to the customers in English, and and it was just a little like.
2: I don't know. It just felt a little flighty, right? Like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I just went through that. I'm, I have an apprentice right now, yeah. and for the first couple months, I kind of did that with him, just kind of let him flail and be on his own, just to kind of see if he'd stick with it, you know. And and yeah, so now I'm a lot more structured with him, and he came to me and was like, "I feel so much better with this structure. I know it's expected of me, yeah. and you know, and I've already see." you know, growth in what he's doing and stuff like that. Cause you know, direction helps. Absolutely. Some people don't feel that they need it, but you know, most people actually do, do need it. so
0: Especially when you're trying to learn a new craft. I mean, it's nice to have someone at least putting up guidelines and be like, okay, go this far, go over here, do this. (laughs) At least you know where you're supposed to, what you're supposed to be doing.
2: Especially
1: when there's also like a language barrier too. (laughs)
2: So how long were you how long were you there? I was only
1: there for a few months. Um I was like so fucking broke at that time that like the idea of like, you know, having to pay my rent and shit and like spending all day there and like not making any money, I was just like I had to I had to go work. So um and I just wasn't like um like I said, it was just not structured enough. So it didn't really feel like the right time or place. Um, yeah. But I did my first tattoo there. And, you know, I had that, like, under my belt. So I was I was feeling excited and motivated to find the, the right fit for that. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then what was your next step after that?
1: Well, I stayed in Spain for a couple more years, and I did the painting thing and, you know, trying to figure out who the fuck I was. Um <laughs> 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 ran out of money pretty hard I, I did the gypsy thing I kind of like you know ended up living with some random people I, I did some nannying I I uh, did some random odd jobs under the table stuff I wasn't like legally allowed to work there because I wasn't a, a resident but yeah so I had to do things a little you know
2: <laughs> so you're a tattoo pirate essentially in the making uh, yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah um, yeah
1: yeah, and then so basically what happened after that was I ended up moving um, back to Canada to try to like, get my shit together because I kind of like fell into this like, I was drinking a lot, I was like partying and I wasn't like taking care of myself and, you know, early yeah. 20s. <laughs> That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. So yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, I just like, I really want to get my shit together. So I came home to the island to Duncan and uh stay on my mom's couch and it was like it was like I started to feel like I should give up on it because at that point I had been trying to get into tattooing for like five years I think like I started like when I was 16 I was going around shops in Victoria trying to get into apprenticeship, but they were like you're a child <laughs> you know
2: <Yeah. laughs> hey I think Mina Aoki was like that young when she started hanging out at Funhouse actually yeah 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 you know
1: looking back on that i'm like i'm so glad that i didn't apprentice somewhere when i was 16 man like
0: yes no i need yeah too too young emotionally that would be a hard journey for anybody i think Uh, uh, you know yeah you're just not fully how do you handle that social environment when you're oh no i I could
1: barely handle it when i was like 20 right so i had had some growing up to do i still do i mean i'm fucking 27 i'm still a baby
2: um I'm fifty one and I'm still a fucking idiot. You're so not fifty one. I am fifty one. Yeah.
1: Well
3: good
0: for you. I'll have <laughs> 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 You did see him in person.
3: She
2: ah, I met her in person, loser. Have-
0: <laughs>
2: okay, so Duncan Mum's couch. Mom's couch
1: Duncan.
3: And then
2: you just started kicking indoors.
1: And no, I was actually at the point where I was like that's it. I'm going to go to hair school or something. I was just like, this is obviously not working, you know? And, uh, and it was just like one of those like moments where the universe, I think was listening, you know? So I started to try, like, I just like was trying to like, you know, figure out what to do next. So I ended up uh, going to this art show in Duncan where it was funny. I actually met Jory there for the first time. It was, like, a bunch
3: okay.
2: yeah,
1: of um, having, like, a random little art show. So, it was Jory. Um, do you guys know who Tamu is? Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah I know the name. Yeah,
1: Tamu yeah. was there. Like, basically, every, all the tattooers of Duncan, right? Um, but what really, draw like, drew me to go to that was, um, do you guys know who David Gluck is? He's a, yes. he's, like, a realist, yeah. realist tattooer. Mm.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, he used to work with Jory.
1: Yeah, he's a crazy, crazy oil painter. Um, so obviously I knew him from that. So when yeah. I went there, he was like giving me the whole like you really should get into tattooing kind of speech. And I was just like, oh man, you know, like I, I tried to do that and I think it's just not going to work out for me. And he was like, okay, well like, you know, I think, I think the art world's going to be pretty tough for you. Like, you know, at the time it was like all the galleries and shit were like going broke and like people just don't buy art anymore, you know? Yeah. So anywho, um he ended up going to Albert, Albert Kane. That's who I ended up learning from. And he mentioned my name and he was like, this girl's talented. She deserves it. She's cool. She's got a lot of tattoos. Give her a chance. And so, um, yeah, he, like, wrote me, like, the next day, and he told me, that he just, like, went in and told him about me, and, uh, yeah, so I, like, that's cool. yeah, went in there and chatted with Albert, and he, he me, so.
0: Oh, yeah, he's, he's taught some really solid tattooers how to tattoo, that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was, uh, you know. it was crazy watching him draw, like, it's like watching, like, James Tex just, like, fucking sketch something crazy, like, he just was drawing shit on all the time. He's so talented. Yeah, that was. I was really honored to have that opportunity with him.
2: Nice. So, where did you go after from there?
1: So after I was working with Albert, um, I worked at Tattoo Zoo in Victoria. Um,
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: So that was actually where I. Sorry. Um, I started working there when I was a teenager as a desk girl. So I kind of like went full circle, right? yeah (laughs) nice i worked there for a bit um i worked at union in victoria for a couple years that was like that was where i really found that like that was the perfect fit for me that union
2: okay yeah you know those
1: guys greg murphy
2: i haven't met them i've heard about them and stuff but yeah i haven't had enough fortunate i haven't been to the island for quite some time so
0: (laughs) yeah last time i was in tattoo zoo would have been Oh, fuck. Too long ago. Probably 15, 20 years ago.
2: Wild. Yeah. I got tattooed by Echo there back when Michael was still working and Colin was still there.
0: Oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's, yeah. That's the last time I was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. long
1: time
2: ago. Yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. It's crazy so, how
1: many people yeah. actually had a start at Tattoo Zoo. Like, yeah. I think James Tech started.
2: James Tex, yeah. yeah, went in and lied, said he knew how to tattoo, and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you. <laughs> Yeah, and just started tattooing, and then, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to have Rob Hope on soon, so we you get to hear his crazy story, because he did the exact same thing. He went to his totally. shop, said that he could tattoo, and they're like, cool, where's your portfolio? He's like, ah, I think he said he lost it or something stupid, and they're like, okay, and they hired him, and he started tattooing there. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, you need to bring a portfolio." And he's just like, oh, "I gotta make a portfolio." He's so he's like, just taking pictures of all the stuff he's doing, and then makes his portfolio. But he he had tattooed a few friends and himself. What? That was <laughs> it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a
3: That was yeah, a nineties so, like, Yeah. Die, Rob. Yes. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. 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 So. So <laughs>
1: lovely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So and now, so now you're back. Further up the island, right?
1: Yeah, so (laughs) now I'm in Shimenas. I just
2: opened. Oh, cool! It's
1: just like a really little private studio. Just uh, me and my best friend Ben.
3: Cool.
0: What's that called?
1: Blackwater Electric.
3: Nice.
0: Shimenas is a cool little town. I've been there. I I really like that part of the island.
1: Super cute. Um, just really quiet, which is I like that. I'm a small town for sure. So, but I live in Duncan still.
2: Okay. Oh so I'm not very familiar with that. So how long of a drive is that? Is that really close? Or?
1: Um it's like twenty minutes. So it's not bad.
2: Oh, that's not yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's not so bad mm-hmm. at all. So Yeah. So that's right. All right. So if you had any advice now to give your earlier self, what would it be?
1: Mm-hmm. I wish that I had stayed put a little longer, you know? Yeah. And just put my head down and stuck it out and like worked through things with people because I feel like I was you know with my with my early mentors I kind of I didn't really give them enough time and energy when they were giving me anything. so Okay. Yeah growing up right <laughs> Yeah yeah I wish that I wasn't you know drinking as much
2: as i was yeah well you know you're still very young and you caught yourself early on so you know you can't really beat yourself down too much for that right everybody goes through that so you know i'm curious uh, as
0: a younger tattoo artist uh, there's a lot of talk in the industry about younger tattoo artists not pulling their weight or working hard enough i think it's all bullshit um, every generation says that about the generation before them, but I'm curious from a younger tattooers point of view, have you seen, were there hurdles for you getting into the industry or starting out in the industry or still see, um, getting into an established industry, especially when that was so male dominated at the top for so yeah. long? Yeah.
1: So obviously things have really changed since I've been tattooing, right? Like there's so many girls tattooing. Um, I feel like because I, I did want to do the traditional like apprenticeship route. um, You know, if I had just like wung it and done it myself, just, you know, it would have been quicker, but it wouldn't have been easier, yeah. right? Like I, you know, you just, it's, it's fucking hard. <laughs> like I still find yeah. it hard and like, I think I'm still going to find it hard in 10, 20 years. Right. Like, and yeah, I think it's. I think it's really important to. It's not about the apprenticeship being hard; it's about someone telling you when you're you're fucking up, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, guidance.
1: And as much there's yeah. aspects of apprenticeship that were like hard in other ways, I feel like they toughened me up, and I feel like it was worth it for that, you know
0: yeah 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 now that you've been uh, tattooing for a few years, if you were to bring somebody on and apprentice somebody would do you look at that from the other side a little bit differently? You know you have an expectation coming into tattooing of what a mentorship is, but then when you have some experience and you become or have the opportunity to become the mentor do you are you looking at that differently?
1: I think if I had been tattooing for twenty five thirty years, then I would feel like I had the you know the ability to teach someone, but I'm still fucking learning. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> no. I still have days, like to, to ask people. Like, I you know I have like my friend Sean Welsh. He's a here in Duncan. Um, he's an amazing tattooer, and he's been he's been great. I I hit him up and I was like, hey, like, would you mind going for dinner with me? Because I'm actually trying to get back into color tattoos again. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think when you stop doing something for a long period of time, you do need like to freshen up, you know, what he left off. So he's been nice enough to kind of like go over my stuff and tell me exactly how it is, like, you know, what he thinks that I should make improvements on.
2: And it's yeah. really important. Yeah, absolutely. So you still actively look out for, you know, for mentors or for like peer review kind of stuff in, in your growth? Yeah.
1: yeah, all the time.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: That's really smart
2: yeah yeah that's something i do i have you know we all we'll probably talk about this every podcast it's Mm -hmm. like you know i have a small circle of of people who were always texting pictures to one another like what do you see and do and what do you think about this and what about that you know and they just make me better being
1: able to accept criticism too it's like yes really empowering as well and realizing you know you're never going to be better than everyone like you can yeah try your hardest right so there's always yeah. little room for improvement and
3: yeah i'm just, I'm just uh, absolutely right
0: i think the other side of that of being able to accept criticism is that the criticism you accept is from somebody who's willing to build you up it's <laughs> so easy to have uh wannabe mentors that just throw out criticism but they don't offer you a way to grow or fix or become better
1: yeah
0: i think that's that's important it sounds like you've had that in your life that's uh i think that for a young tattooer i think that's really important
1: yeah i think it's i mean it's the only way to get better right like if you ask people and like i don't know how my shit's gonna look in 10 years because i haven't been tattooing for 10 years
2: yeah 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 and so do you think the kind of your way into painting and your sketching and your drawing all that stuff um do you think you're like diving into that and and learning about that stuff is what allows you to remain always wanting to learn with tattooing or do you think that that is actually just part of your personality if no matter what you were doing you would always be wanting to kind of better it and do more
1: I'm definitely um I'm kind of, like, all consumed with tattooing at the moment. Um, Yeah. I really love it, though. Like, I think for, like, the first few years, I didn't really prioritize it as much as, you know. Just because I was kind of distracted by a lot of, like, life stuff, you know, personal things. Um, Yeah. But I'm in this kind of place now where I'm really, really excited about it again. And I feel like when you're excited about it, you can see it, you know?
2: Absolutely. So Absolutely. Tattooing yeah.
1: for like twenty-five years or whatever, and you have all that experience. You can make solid tattoos. You can still tell when people like lose excitement for it. You know.
2: Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, I've yeah. definitely had my ups and downs <laughs> with that stuff throughout the years. You know, it's like
0: same. Yeah, yeah. I've quit tattooing before. <laughs> yeah. You know, both of us, right?
2: Yeah. You quit yeah, quit yeah. and come back. I, I quit tattooing for almost two years and I did yeah. tiling for 14 yeah. bucks an hour.
1: My boyfriend also quit tattooing for a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think it's more common than, than we talk about. You know, yeah. I know a couple of other tattooers who have quit and come back to it. It's, I think you it's so easy in this profession, especially when you're younger in your career, to work yourself silly and to go past burnout and continue working and get miserable and being an artist is so full of self-doubt and when you're young and if you're not surrounded by good people I think it's pretty easy to get there
1: oh totally and it's oh. it's funny too like having had been a painter as a job like oil painter it was like you know my painting with my clients I was like well it takes what it takes right and yeah, yeah. You know, my deadlines were very loosey goosey, whereas now it's like I have to have design done for that person who's coming in, right? So we yeah. we don't really allow ourselves to have those periods of time where we're like having artist block or whatever. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
2: not allowed. So, no,
1: that has been really interesting to for me. Like having to like push through that because there's a yeah. time where I'm like the last thing I want to fucking do is go home and draw. Tonight. You know, you're working all day. yeah. Got to go home and draw until you fucking fall asleep. I gotta do that. I gotta draw tonight. <laughs> so
3: yeah. <you> know?
1: <laughs> sometimes it feels like it never ends, but I try to like so see those moments where I'm feeling like that, where I'm feeling like almost like resentful a little bit. Mm-hmm. and I try to just like okay like let's try to like dial it back take an extra day off this week you know and I'm just I'm honest with my clients right? I want to do best yeah. that I can and if I'm just like you know feeling burnt out i are not going to get the best thing right
2: yeah, oh, yeah absolutely totally. so how did you how did you uh because you mostly do custom yeah uh so you're clearly drawing a lot yeah. how did you manage to not just fall into kind of I don't want to call it a trap but that easy I'm drawing all this stuff and then I'm only tattooing this stuff have you thought of doing that did you do that at any point
1: I did yeah for a while there um when my work started picking up a bit more I got really busy with that like you know the fine one the flop.
3: yeah
1: and like you can be booked out for three years with that shit if you just say yes to everything yeah and I was so miserable like and don't get me wrong flowers are great we love flowers <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know there's got to be some variety um yeah so for me what I actually ended up doing is I was you know kind of offering it out there okay I want to do more I think people just forget and, like throw it out there, like, and if you act like you're excited about it, people are excited
2: about what you're excited about, you yeah. know hundred percent yeah totally
1: so i I did yeah. some free drawn ladies, that's obviously like my favorite thing to tattoo is ladies,
3: um, yeah,
1: and you know, offered like a discount rate just to get some out there for people to see,
3: yeah,
1: unless people are seeing it, they don't know what the fuck they you're gonna do for them, right,
2: yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because you know I know a lot of older guys. I, even I fall into. I see. I'm like, oh fuck, it's just all pre draw, pre draw. I'm only doing this. I'm only doing that. But it's like I get it. When you're tattooing that much and it's all custom, you need a break. That's actually like a genius way these younger tattooers have come up with a way to give themselves a break. Sit yeah. out, power out all these drawings up for grabs. I'm only tattooing this stuff for the next three months, and it's like man that's awesome like yeah, totally I mean, why can't i do that well the
1: thing is that like <laughs> you know just like i said people don't know what they want they see it and like totally have the artistic brain like not a lot of yeah so um i always try to like remember that like unless i show people this cool option they're gonna re- yeah pinterest and show me this design that
0: someone else has already done 50 times right yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: So, Uh, i'm really curious because you were a painter and you obviously were supporting yourself with it for a Mm -hmm. while dream for i think most tattooers would be to be able to paint and make money off art as well as tattooing Mm -hmm. how are those two crafts different Uh, because i know there's i know some artists and i know the differences they say and see in the two crafts but from someone who's been in it i'm really curious
1: well like i mentioned before it's like very different in the fact that like you're alone a lot right you're isolated i mean i'm sure there's people could get around that like if you worked in like a collective studio or something like that but
2: yeah shared space yeah
1: really a personal thing and, like, if you really want, want to focus in on it, like, spend lots of time alone. And oil painting takes so fucking long. Like, some of my paintings took months. And, you know, and then, like, how do you put a price tag on that?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, here's literal months of my life for a thousand bucks. You know?
0: Yeah. So you yeah. come into t- tattooing. How does that? What's the the opposite side of that? Well, from an artist's point of view,
1: obviously it feels a lot more like almost kind of like you're working in a, in a factory because <laughs> you're like continuing up and out different things all the time. You're not just yeah. one thing and you know spending all the time in the world on it because you're you have to think about their budget, their body. Um, Sit like all sorts of things, um, but it's much more consistent, that's the nice thing. And you know, one of those things, if you end up like running into financial trouble, you can always like make a little extra money, like taking all these little tattoos, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. But The coming to a tattoo studio has got a the social aspect, I guess, is really what I'm trying to. Uh, dive into what that is because you'd mentioned earlier about it being very lonely and then a tattoo studio is probably the hardest place to be lonely
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so for me I was really socially awkward um before I started tattooing it definitely got me out of my shell a lot and I think it made me much more confident um yeah just like I thought it was so much easier to talk to people out' like practice, right, and you kind of I've noticed too, like other text tech- <laughs> as well, they have like their funny little like routine things that they say every day <laughs> yeah, right. you know
2: like a script, yeah,
0: yeah I'm guilty <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: yeah
1: you know service voice right,
2: yeah. Yeah. Our, our late friend, Chris Ivins, um, he was on the spectrum. So he was kind of self-taught personality. And I remember when he came to work with us at classic tattoo, I was drawing and he was behind me and I hear him just say like, Oh, so uh, how about that weather? And I just turn and look at him. And he's like, looks at me and shakes. And he's like, see, I could be social. <laughs> he's like, so fucking he He's like the most awkward guy ever, but he would try and like, oh this might be normal how's the weather it's like dude that's not that's not actually how people talk (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was great yeah he he would ask people like three questions like hey do you like uh nerdcore hip-hop they would be like no oh okay how about physics no and then something else and then he would if they didn't like those three things he would just shut down (laughs) (laughs) And then just tattoo them in complete silence. Like, nah, this person's just, yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: So weird. I think we're all just a bunch of weirdos,
2: right? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have to be to live in this clown world that we put ourselves through the stress of this. Because I'm sure there was stress, financial stress with painting, but. Probably not the same kind of stress that we have with tattooing, we're like you said, we're always on it's like just constantly like we gotta be doing it,
0: you're creating and you're performing at the same yeah. time, you know, like you have to put on a personality while you're being creative, like, which is gotta, totally foreign
1: you gotta look presentable, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just my pajamas to work yeah. gotta be
0: I see. I see tattooers with headphones on tattooing and I'm always like oh. that rude bastard. And then I'm like that lucky bastard. Holy shit. Like how, <laughs> yeah. how do I get there? <laughs> you know, I'm talking nonstop to my clients.
1: Yeah. I would feel so weird doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I wouldn't be able to, I've, I did it once before and I was just like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. So,
0: it's yeah, just, I get it at crazy. a convention, you know, like there's so much fucking distraction, but I've seen it in studios. And I'm just like, Ugh. oh, yeah. Like,
2: yeah, I came in the other day and all these guys, there was no clients in the shop. And I come in and there's three guys in here. They all have headphones on because they're all listening to their own shit.
3: And oh, I'm just God. like,
2: it's so weird. And then I like, I'll come in and there's like no music on. And I'm just like, oh, uh <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird. And they're th- like two of them will be tattooing, and there's like no music on or whatever. Cause they just were like, whatever, I can't decide on music. I'm like, hey, you guys need, you guys need to put something on the goddamn stereo. Was- so- Especially like, working with somebody like that. Cause,
1: like, I like the banter. I like the like talking to somebody
2: across the room, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We're usually yelling at each other and stuff, but sometimes the no music thing is weird. Yeah, definitely.
1: So.
2: That is super
0: weird. I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no it, it, it's funny how many tattoo shop arguments come down to the music, you know, like, is- I can remember Sacred Heart back in the day, we'd have, God, five, six artists in a shop, and we had to have a CD player with five or six different CDs in it, and everyone could pick yeah. one CD and put it in and play it, and it was just... Everyone had a turn. It was fucking
2: brutal. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> Ask uh, Dave Cruck the next time you see him. What happened when he changed my music at, at Classic Tattoo? What happened? Half- he
1: changed
2: my he changed my music at Classic Tattoo, and the speakers were mine actually at Classic. So there was a we had just finished building the shop and the, the in wall speaker system wasn't set up yet. So I had speakers up and the cord like came down (laughs) the side of the road and he changed the music and he thought it was funny because he had done it more than once. So Uh I walked by with a pair of scissors and just cut the cord and went outside for a smoke. And then I came back in and he had wired them back up. So I just cut a big chunk out of the wire (laughs) and threw it in the garbage. So there was no more music. (laughs)
0: John's subtle. Sometimes his subtlety can never be understated. Enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some, I've been accused of being passive aggressive. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, kitty. <laughs> oh, oh, kitty.
0: Yeah.
2: Which cat's Which cat's name?
1: Incho.
0: Oh, nice. We had a request for Sean to have his cat on the podcast again.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not going to bring Peanut to the tattoo shop. No. <laughs> yeah. Next next time I record from home, I'll have her sit and scratch me on my shoulder.
1: Mine is that he'll just be like all up my business.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So will mine. She just sit beside me and scream at me. She's the worst. Yeah. So, so you Dave, you got you some? Pro- uh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: You did your first convention. That's exciting. Uh, have you done guest spots at all?
1: I haven't done a single guest spot yet.
0: What? Some- What's, holding really? yeah. What's holding you back? What's holding you
2: back?
1: I've just been working like crazy. And yeah. I don't know. I guess I just felt kind of um, I don't know, a little landlocked on the island, honestly. like I know it, it sounds like an excuse, but it's like a fucking ordeal getting off of this island sometimes.
2: Well, yeah. But if that if you sense. like your home and you like your studio and you like your life, and you're busy,
1: yeah,
2: right. You know, you oh, don't really feel that drive to leave. Well, so, I, but hey, come to Edmonton anytime you I want. Would
1: love that. Um, no, now that I'm like in my own space, I definitely feel like I want to do that more now that I can, right?
3: Um, yeah.
1: Especially because, like I was saying earlier, like I still I feel like I have lots to learn, and like that's the best. Learning rate right? is like going and working at people's shops
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so I'm yeah. excited to do that. I'm gonna do lots of guest spots this year.
0: Cool. Put out the. Why don't you uh, put out the a wish list? Whose shops would you like to do guest spots at? Who do you want to work with? Maybe they'll hear on here and they'll give you the call. I really
1: want to. I really want to work with the guys at Black Rider. They're super. Cool. Oh yeah. Oh. They're just so.
2: They would totally have you there. And they're
1: all amazing, too. Um, yeah. You guys.
2: Well, now you have Carlos on the island, right?
1: I know. It's so cool.
0: He,
2: yeah. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. work
1: with yeah. Miles and Bobby.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Those two are great. Yeah, that's. Gonna- we got to get them on a podcast. I interviewed them for the micro podcast, but we should do a long form with the two of them. Yeah, for sure. That'd be- so. Miles is a-, a hoot, and Bobby's so sweet. Yeah.
2: yeah. So- I
1: have my whole back piece. <laughs>
0: Oh, nice! Right.
2: Yeah. So, so if you were to drive across Canada, what are some of the shops that yeah you would want to have a guest spot at? Let's let's get you on tour.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. You got to give us a cut though. We want five percent of everything you make. <laughs> <laughs>
1: love working with and I actually really love working with Shay. You said that you guys just talked
2: with her, right? Yeah, yeah. she was just over here uh visiting me. We, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that later off air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <was a> secret. <laughs> yeah oh no no it wasn't a secret that she was here but yeah yeah so i don't know there might be some stuff up and coming we're gonna have her on the podcast soon too in in march i believe we have her book. so Ooh. yeah yeah yeah
1: obviously i'd love to work with you guys sometime james
3: yeah 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 it's nice yeah. to say that
1: no, like, i feel like <laughs> i feel like i know more european tattooers than Canadian. Like, yeah. like a little, that's a little out of the
2: loop yeah no there's nothing wrong with that so who who if you could go to europe for a month where would you want to go and who would you want to work with
1: oh man i, I really want to go work with my friend matt he works at yeah old love tattoo in zurich okay yeah and i mean he's amazing just amazing japanese stuff so I'd love to work with him. Um, my friend Jack Gallotree, too, he, like, offered me a, I guess, spot. He's in England. I can't remember where in England he is. He's super cool, too. Um, yeah, it was funny, actually. Um, do you guys know who Alex Snellgrove is? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I actually met her in Zurich at Matt's shop. And she, for me now, is, like, one of the coolest ladies in tattooing, for sure. Like, she's super cool. And can you? Yeah. And I met her in Zurich, just like by chance. She was doing a guest.
2: That's cool. Yeah,
1: so she like really travels a lot, and she's kind of. I'm like, I want to be. A you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Got to have your heroes. Got to have your mentors. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. I want. Why don't we play this little? Take a look at some photos of your work. Let's- yes. <laughs> Like, this stuff is so cool. Like, I, I love how much black you have in this. The contrast is, is really heightened uh, and such a simple composition. It's uh, That's a great tattoo.
1: That's so good. That was one of those tips that one of my friends gave me was to bump the contrast up. Because so I was doing things a lot more, like, with just gray wash, right? I didn't really think to put... It was, it's a little scary putting a bunch of black in tattoos.
2: For sure. Yeah, but you know... How you hard was it for you to do, to not do anything in those blossoms up top?
0: I was going to say the same thing. That's the hard
1: part. You know what? I've had a couple friends that told me that I should have put a little bit of dating
2: in there. No. No. Not at all. And that's the thing, is that all of us would totally do that until we see somebody else leave it out and be like, oh, that's the way you should have done it. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah.
1: that's... Cause, yeah, cause, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it needed even more, like, you know, space.
0: Okay. This fucking tattoo this is so powerful.
1: Okay, Kevin. Like, what about this tattoo? This girl came from Ottawa, so, like, super fucking far, and it was her first tattoo.
3: What? badass!
1: Yeah. yeah. She's fucking tough. And, yeah, she just, like, let me do my thing. Didn't even see it first.
2: she's she's rad yeah just the consistency in those giant whip pointillism in those leaves is just like on point to you know i love that you've
0: been able to put a heavy line weight in there because so many people don't do that or are afraid to and it just this doesn't look any less feminine than a a fine line tattoo you know it's what i'm
1: always trying to tell people too because i think Girls are worried about
0: that, right? They're worried about it looking masculine, but it's the yeah. subject matter, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. Elvira. That's yeah. my like, like 10-year-old boy crush right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: this like this is the stuff that reminds me of you know the, the 80s the the Freddie Negretti jack rudy totally. the now mina aoki all that stuff but with the modern twist of like uh, the cholo but just much heavier in contrast and stuff it's just so fucking nice
0: that hair is incredible like the highlights on the hair i think uh, the thing that yeah. impresses i can never fucking do that i never
2: get it right Love yeah.
1: her hair was a three <laughs> which is yeah, crazy, but
2: and going in and just the I talked about this on one of Ryan's tattoos the the simple use of white in the right spots yeah. is just so key. I would have just put white all in through that like an idiot, and then afterwards been like, ah, uh, that's too much. Yeah, so can with this-
1: that back to like I used to put a ton of white, and then I you know it comes back, and you're like, oh, it looks a little bit like a little bit much, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, It looks so tough with the barbed wire down there too. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to make a fine line tattoo that looks tough. Like, Yeah.
2: And just that high contrast, it's going to last forever. God damn, your stuff's so clean.
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah.
2: Those glasses are fucking
0: cool. (laughs) So this kind of, when you do something like this, are you referencing... Uh, what are you using for reference? I guess is the question.
1: So I use different things for reference for this. I use I use real faces, um, and then I actually there's this girl on Instagram that makes these fucking amazing wigs, and they're just like all like crazy curly and like I just I look at her wigs as as a reference for hair a lot.
2: Cool. Yeah, because it's
1: got like lots of cool like yeah I,
2: I like wavy oh it's fun lots of movement Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i love seeing tattoos with women smoking for some reason they always look so sexy it's rad yeah
2: yeah and that little headband like ah but those those glasses and those lips actually look wet yeah so just so smart everything about that is just so smart (laughs) jesus christ
0: (laughs) yeah i got nothing for this this is just amazingly perfect for someone who's been tattooing five years i'm five uh, years beyond jealous of your technical ability yeah like the softness under the on the cheek there next to the hair at the bottom like yeah the tones are so well done i just the line work is crisp it's
1: a real big mag for all the shading in the face
0: okay yeah Makes sense, yeah.
1: Sometimes the, I, I, the opaque gray almost goes in a little like softer.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this just, on a forearm or a calf? That's a
1: forearm, lady forearm. So it was actually
0: wow, that's small. a small. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of detail in a small area, but it it has so much room to breathe. Like it's going to age well. Try. To, yeah.
1: Try to keep it pretty simple.
3: Legible. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's
0: cool. Just put a little bit a few more little skulls in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Just
2: yeah, like early, uh, like eighties, early nineties, like heavy metal mag, like yeah. Rosetta. Oh, I love that stuff. Like I
0: love the line work tattoos on her shoulder and back. That's a nice touch. Yeah this one tattoos on tattoos are yeah. like that's the magic
1: fun.
0: yeah this is dope too that was your, yeah.
1: um reference to that
2: hair lady i was just gonna Duh. say the hair is just so nice so much movement it's,
0: yeah just it's, just and it's not so all blacked well. out it's dark and has black in it but it's not all blacked out mm-hmm. like that's yeah oh that's beautiful Great noses. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is about the composition, but it's got such nice movement from right from the tail all the way up to the hand at the top. It uh it's great. Everything just carries your eye right through it perfectly. Yeah.
1: He does some amazing mermaids
2: yeah it's the only thing he knows how to draw <laughs> yeah he can't draw anything else <laughs> nothing else <laughs> he's a pony that guy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then just the high contrast of those uh, of the highlights down the arm and around the breasts and stuff super cool so good um, just this
0: one, one sec.
2: did you not get any of her paintings Dave what the hell is wrong with you oh, didn't send
0: oh. any oh. what nope There we go. Oh, sh- yeah, look at that thing. How big is that? That is...
1: Uh, I don't know. Probably the size of your.
0: That's, an- <laughs> that's insane. So I'm curious, how long does a tattoo like that take you?
1: That took me, I think, about four hours. Something.
2: Fuck. Uh, that's, not, that's real good.
1: Yeah. Th-
2: those th- eyes. Those eyes are so striking. Those eyebrows, too. Like... <sighs>
1: This was during a period of time where I was being asked to do Medusas a lot. And I was just real tired of doing them all the same, you know?
3: Yeah. Because they can,
1: it's not hard to make them all look the same. So I was trying to do something a little different.
0: Yeah, no, it's very cool. I love the combination of the snakes. It's a nice take on a Medusa theme, you know, like without making her look. Too many yeah. Medusa theme tattoos just look brutal. Yeah. Like, hard
2: yeah and- yeah those eyes and eyebrows mm-hmm. made me think of cara Delevingne.
1: yeah
0: yeah super cool yeah i would love to see some paintings we should uh
2: send over some and maybe i can
0: add them in
1: yeah for sure
2: yeah cool. yeah there's <laughs> that's okay you just posted that uh the little ones the other day from like 2019 2020 you and your little studio there and stuff like that yeah. and just just impressive, like the the scale and just and the talent itself, you know it's really cool. I think that you know everybody should go and check out uh lacero on Instagram, yeah um, absolutely and see and see all of your work because it's just <laughs> it's thoroughly impressive uh, five years in and just getting better so um yeah,
0: yeah, can't wait to see what the next five years brings you
1: thank you I'm
0: still yeah, yeah. keep
1: learning you know.
2: Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. This has been a fun conversation. Uh, very much so. Are you got any are you doing any of the upcoming conventions?
1: Uh not at the moment.
2: No. 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 All right. All right. You're just gonna no. be a hermit at home. That's well, we're gonna yeah, Dave and I are gonna do some we're gonna do some live podcasting from the Edmonton Tattoo Show, um, out of a van. Cool. Yeah, Because yep. there's nothing creepier than two old dudes in a van. That's right and then uh we're gonna i i believe <laughs> we're gonna be old also dude. At...
1: oh so you're gonna have people there come
2: in. yeah and then we're gonna we're gonna be at Kelowna. also we'll be at the okanagan yeah. tattoo show also i'm gonna
0: see yeah. if we can roll the old van into the into the convention and maybe we can do it right in the convention hall. That's so- that would
2: be amazing
1: oh,
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah I, so we'll should be see. hopefully <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: We'll if not be in the parking
2: we'll, lot we'll just be in, in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. yeah, be in the parking lot That's ask for random people walk by just slide the door open hey man you want to come in and talk on the radio <laughs> free candy <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh thank you so much for joining us on uh, so you're kind of a big deal because Luna Lacerro if you're not a big deal now you will be very soon
1: hey. some-
2: and oh, uh, yeah
0: thanks so much and uh yeah we can't wait to see what you do next and hopefully we see you at a convention soon
1: thanks for having me guys
0: no problem take care the hold fast social club presents so you're kind of a big deal with your hosts
3: sean headley and dave allen